Welcome to Ion Franchising. Are you looking for business opportunities? Well, you are in the right place. We represent over 650 franchises and business opportunities. We will help you find your perfect franchise for free. We even have a free assessment on our website that will help us determine what the best business is for you based on your investment level, mindset, skill set, and life experiences. This is Ion Franchising, where we share our vision for your franchise future. I'm your host, Lance Growlick. Each week, we will speak to fascinating folks from the world of franchising, franchisors and founders, franchise funders, and franchisees. Are you looking to find your perfect franchise? Or perhaps you are an independent business owner looking to grow and scale your business by setting up a franchise. Either way, our team can help you. Ion Franchising, where you will learn the A to Zs of franchising. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another great episode of Ion Franchising, the podcast, but also streaming live on Facebook. I have a very special guest today. A lot of people have been asking me for more and more successful franchisees, how they have done it, what brand they picked and why, and how did they fall into the world of franchising? Because as we all know, nobody really wakes up or gets born to be in franchising. It's something they gravitate to and get sucked into at some point in their life. So we're going to hear Lauren's story. So let's welcome to the show today, Mr. Lauren Jackman, hailing from Denver, Colorado. Lauren, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Lance. It's great to be here. I'm kind of uh, excited and nervous about this. <laughs> <laughs> nervous because you we haven't rehearsed anything, so Lauren right. doesn't know what's coming. Adam, we uh, his PR firm or the PR firm for StormGuard is, uh, has definitely said uh, we have a great story to share here. So Lauren, let's get into it. How did you, well, let's talk about your history. You know, what did you, I talk to people as a franchise broker all the time about, you know, how they, how they dreamed when they were in high school or college of what they wanted to be when they grew up and whether it matched what they dreamed about and where they are now, et cetera. So with you, let's, let's go way back. What did you, what was your intention to do when you were in high school? What was your initial plan? No kidding. Well, actually, when I was in high school, um, I had been working for um, my best friend's dad. He was a general contractor. And so starting very, very young, I worked on the construction sites, picking up trash and, uh, you know, working my way through. And so when I was in high school, I was full on in working for him. And uh, so I started taking a lot of uh, engineering and and uh, those types of classes uh, thinking that I was going to get into architecture, you know, something like that. And uh, so I, I graduated high school and I went to one semester of college and I realized that I'm not much of a school guy. I, I just, <laughs> it just doesn't work for this guy. And, uh, and I was making good money, you know, doing construction type stuff. And so, uh, so, so I, I left college one semester under my belt and, and realized that wasn't for me. And so uh, I spent two years out of the country doing some uh, missionary work for our church. And when I came back from that, I was looking for a job. I was working. And, uh, and so uh, I, was, I, I, I kind of fell into a job working for my dad for a little while. He owned a, um, a home warranty company. 
And because I knew a lot about construction, he hired me to uh, go and inspect all of the properties that he was going to put a home warranty on just to make sure that he wasn't getting into something that was going to be trouble for him. Got it. And how, how old were you around this time? Uh, so I was probably 21. 21. Okay. 21. Yeah. And um, so while I was doing that, I met uh, an individual who owned a home inspection company. And he asked me if I wanted to come and start doing home inspections for him again, because I knew construction. And so, and so I started working for him full time and I could make great money. Um, I wasn't killing myself on, you know, uh, hauling all of the materials and doing all the construction stuff that really beats your body up. What was that? Carry, carry a clipboard in the old days? You know, before <laughs> exactly. technology? That's what it was. I mean, we didn't even use cameras or nothing back then. So it was, uh, it was pretty low tech, but, uh, but it was good. It gave me, uh, it gave me exposure to uh, kind of the business world. You know, my, my dad had been a real estate agent for all my life growing up. Um, so that's a little bit entrepreneurial, but, but um, getting into the home inspection world kind of got me into the entrepreneurial world of owning a, owning a business. And so um, I, after looking at what he was doing, making money off of me, I thought, well, I can do this. And so, so long story short, my wife and I decided we're going to start our own home inspection company. Yeah. And, uh, and so that, that's, that's where the direction we went. I love what you just said because you said it so naturally. He's making money off of me. <laughs> right. And I don't think I've ever heard anybody just say it just like that. It, and that's everybody in America that has a job. That's Someone right. is making money off of you. <laughs> that's it. Exactly. hundred <laughs> percent. And he was making good money because yeah. I was working some long hours. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So what was the next step? So, so you ended up having your own home inspection business. Talk about that. Right. So um, my wife and I did it um, and uh, she, she, you know, handled all of the books and all of the phone call and all this, the office stuff. And I was the face of the company. I would go out and meet with real estate agents and drum up business. And, and then I would go and do all of the home inspections. And uh, we started to get quite a following and still, I started hiring inspectors to do what I, you know, what I could do, but multiplying myself, getting more people to do it. So you, you were mimicking, I would imagine. I mean, you saw success that you built working for someone else and you basically did the same thing, but you were the face of the company. You were the face of the company then. Now you're the face of your own company. Right, right. Exactly right. So how long did this go on? How, how many years did you have your own home inspection business? So we did it um, I, I, off and on. We did it off and on for about 30 years. Wow. We, yeah, we, we built up a couple of inspection companies pretty big and sold them. And, um, and in between that time, we took some of those uh, earnings and we decided to do some real estate investing. And we were, we were flipping houses and we were buying rentals and that, that type of thing. And then, of course, you know what happened in 2008, 2009? Yep. We just had our lunch handed to us and <laughs> we about lost everything. Thankfully, we didn't have to file bankruptcy, but it was really close. I, yeah. I think the only things we actually kept was our house and my old truck that had 200 and something thousand miles on it. Gotcha. It, it, it was rough. But uh, so after that time, um, we started up another home inspection company. And, uh, and that's where we were. And we kept that one pretty small. We, we were making decent money. And that's when I was approached 
I was actually approached about a franchise. I was going to ask you, so what did you know about franchising before you were approached? Honestly, nothing. It had never crossed my mind. I, I was an entrepreneur. I was a business owner. I was doing it all. My wife and I figured it out through the hard knocks. And, and so we were just doing it. I love um, that. You, fig- you figured it out. It's funny because so many people that I talk to uh, are very much like you were. They they heard of franchising. They might know McDonald's and some other you know great clips if they get their hair cut there or super cuts, but they don't really know about it. So I, I find that fascinating. So who approached you and how did they, what did they approach you about specifically? So it was actually a, an old friend of mine. We had known each other for 20 something years. Um, he was actually selling StormGuard franchises. The, the, wow. the thing was he wanted to buy one, but he didn't want to run it. He wanted to buy one. And uh, he knew that I had experience in running businesses. And so he approached me and asked if I wanted to partner with him in buying this StormGuard franchise. Yeah. And let, and by the way, let's, why don't you explain to everybody listening what StormGuard is and what, it, what, it, what they do as uh, what the franchise does? Oh, you bet. So StormGuard is, um, it's a construction company that basically focuses on the exterior of the home. So it's roofing, siding, gutters, windows, paint. That, that's pretty much the core of the business. And most of the business is focused on storm damage, hailstorms, wind, tornado, whatever. Most of the, of the work is, is that type of work. So we work with insurance companies to get houses put back together. That's the right. main gist of, of StormGuard. And I, and I definitely love StormGuard. I've done StormGuard. I've uh, brought franchisees to to StormGuard before I've had Shane, the uh, president of StormGuard, as well as John, on my podcast before, and uh, love the brand. The numbers are great, and uh, obviously, it's a needed surface uh, service business, completely recession proof. Because right. when your house is in turmoil, you got to get it fixed. <laughs> exactly, and even if you don't have the money, your insurance company does. <laughs> exactly. So share with us. So you get approached, yeah. and you're like. All right. Sounds interesting. What's a franchise? And that's really because I had no exposure to franchises before that. And so that was really the interesting part about it. Um, He started showing me the numbers. And by this time, the home inspection company that we had, we had it built up to a point. We had a couple more inspectors working for us. We had it built up to a point where I really didn't need to do actual inspections anymore. And my wife could run it. And so so I talked with my wife, we went back, we went through the numbers, we, we talked about it, and we decided, you know what, this looks really good. It looks really interesting. It looks like we could make some good money at this. And so we decided to go full steam ahead. So my wife continued to run the home inspection company, and I dove into to franchising. So, so you did this, I do have a note about this, 2016 this was? Right. So tell me about the process with StormGuard. You, like many people listening, had never owned a franchise. You had owned your own business. You might have had preconceived notions or or no preconceived notions if you didn't know much about it. So tell me about that process and what got you in there to essentially buy somebody else's system for you to jump in it and start paying a franchise. You pay a one-time franchise fee and then you start paying royalties. You obviously saw something magical. 
Exactly. Well, you know what? I think the kicker for me, the main kicker was I'm, I don't think I, I don't consider myself a real smart guy, not school smarts. I mean, street smarts. Yeah. And I've been out there. I've, I've done it all, you know, worked hard. I can work hard and I can learn. It's not that I'm dumb. I can learn really well. You know, it, it, it doesn't take a, uh, it's difficult to get your contractor's license. So it's not that I'm stupid, but I'm, I'm, uh, you know, when he, he presented this storm guard to me and I started looking at the numbers, the kicker was that there's somebody else who has already figured all this out Yep. and I don't have to rely on myself anymore for everything. Isn't that great? <laughs> because that, that's the way it had always been in my life for all yep. of the other businesses that we had owned. My wife and I just had to figure it out. It's like somebody once told me, it's like you being on an island when you own an independent business, which I have as well. You feel like you're on an island sometimes. You don't have an expert to call that's essentially on your payroll, like in franchising. The old Ray Kroc had the expression, you're in business for yourself, but not by yourself. Yes. And, And really, that was beautiful to me. That alone, I thought, this would be great. Because I know something about the construction world, so the storm guard part of it, I could I could do that part. But it's all of the running the business type stuff, yeah. all of the licenses, all of the the insurances, all of the things. Yeah, dealing you, with the insurance companies for the reimbursement, storm guard right. helps with. Exactly, they they lay it out. And anytime I have a question, I've got somebody I can call who knows. That's the beauty of it. I can run a business, but that is beautiful to have somebody that I can call anytime and say, hey, I got I got some problems here. I need some help figuring this out. And they're there. And, and Lauren, you know, one of the really interesting things, too, is you had background in construction, um, but a lot of StormGuard franchisees don't have any background in construction. And of course, it's like when I was in the restaurant franchise world, uh, I had restaurant experience at the beginning. I didn't, but many other franchisees didn't. And sometimes yeah. there's certainly a learning curve, but they have the support to train people, whether they have the experience or not, which I love. That is, that is a beautiful thing. You know, two of the other franchise owners here in the, in the Denver Metro area, one of them was an HR person for a company. And one of them was a rocket scientist and nothing to do with construction, either one of them. And both of them are more successful than I am. They that's are awesome. doing great. That, yeah, that's you, awesome. You don't need, that's the beauty about StormGuard is you don't need to know construction. They'll right. teach you everything you need to know. It was, it so, was so tell me a little bit about the process, if you can remember six years ago or so, because obviously you were presented with a franchise disclosure document, which every franchise presents. This is a yep. fat book. It looks like the size of your mortgage. Um, what, what was your first impression when you saw that? Well, see, and that's, that's, again, that's, that's one of my weak areas. It's all of those details that I just, just don't always wrap my brain around. And so I started asking questions about it. The guy that, you know, the guy that presented it to me, the guy that wanted to go into business with me, I started asking him all these questions about all this book that, that I'm getting handed, you know, what, what is all of this stuff? And, 
And all of a sudden I, I got to, I got other people to, to uh, answer to and to talk about things. And, and so it, it was a bit of a process. The, the final straw was these were successful. These were making money. And, uh, and I could see after looking into it, I could see that this was going to be something that, that I could do, you know, the, the construction side of it, I wasn't worried about, but the business side of, of all of that, this was something I could do because we got all this help to, to get it rolling. So, some people don't understand in the franchise process, the beauty of it is that in the franchise disclosure document, there's 23 items or points, but items. And item number 19 is the earnings claim. And StormGuard has a really healthy earnings claim, incredibly high return on investment. And people, uh, I, I had a couple that, you know, was extremely excited. As soon as they saw the item 19, they're like, holy cow, people, and this isn't a projection. This is actual history, what people have made an average franchisee. So it's, it's pretty incredible. Now, validation is the other piece. It's one thing to see great numbers. Then you want to actually talk to a few franchisees to confirm that they're happy, that they feel supported, et cetera. Um, so I'm sure you did a little of that as well, even back six years ago, right? Right. Yeah. We had the opportunity. There was a few of the guys that we were able to call and talk to about their experience with StormGuard. And, and yeah, certainly I did that as well. And, uh, and, and the claims were true. You know, yeah. the money was there. Um, I will awesome. say uh, early on as we were getting started, because of the way that my uh, partner wanted to kind of set things up, it didn't go as well as we had hoped. Uh, so, so let's so let's talk about that, because that is, you know, a lot of people listening that are thinking about getting into business for themselves for the first time. Yeah. A franchise, obviously, you've already laid that out, that it's certainly a much better option to be supported uh, totally. by a team. But everything's not rosy. Somebody still needs to do the work and 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 launch this business. Exactly. So, so let's talk about some of the pitfalls and things you might have experienced in the early days before all this success. Right. Well, I, I, that was a, that was a difficult time. Um, I, I think he had a great vision of how he wanted things to be, um, but built the wrong direction. Um, he ended up hiring too many people in the wrong areas. And so the sales side of it was basically me. And, uh, and I was doing great, but not for the, the overhead, the overhead that we built up, the, the overhead was just um, unsustainable. And so it came to a point where um, I had an opportunity to buy them out. It, it ended up being um, him and his son. And uh, so I ended up buying them out and I took over ownership of, of our franchises, our territories, hundred uh, percent by myself. And um, not that I'm any guru because I'm, I'm clearly not, but we turned things around very quickly and it has been, uh, it has been really good since then. Yeah. Well, obviously there was a system that you believed in and I tell people all the time, once you found the right brand, you know, trust the process. <laughs> that that is it a hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah. so you so you got back on track, and I think based on what you said, you trimmed some overhead on the actual construction side, and probably hired an extra salesperson as well, right? Right. So I uh, I did bring on my younger brother, who has uh, 
28 years experience in real estate, in selling real estate. Um, I approached him and asked him if he wanted to partner. So he came on as my uh, business partner and, uh, and, and it has been moving since then. We have been doing very well. So Lauren, when you first started with, with the partner initially, um, it was how many territories did you buy then? Was it? We, just- we had four. Oh, you had yeah, four. We, and that's what we, you have We today. started out with three initially, and then we purchased one additional territory. So we, then we ended up with four. And um, and I took over all four of those territories. You, and you remember back in the day what four territory, what three territories was? It was basically about fifty thousand homes per territory. Gotcha. Residential units per territory. And what was that investment? You remember that? Um, I think roughly we were about all in. I think it was about two hundred and fifty thousand to get started with the three. And you get nice discounts when you buy multiple territories with every franchise. Yeah. So it's very tempting, especially when you leave yourself room to grow, which obviously you you plan that. Yeah. What uh, did you did you do this all cash or did you did you have financing? Uh, it was financing. SBA financing. Uh huh. Yep. It was SBA. That's always fun, right? Uh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, that was something that, of course, I took over when we uh, when I took over the the uh, franchise, the the territory from him is I took over that as well, of course. SBA financing for everybody listening is fantastic because the SBA loans are quite prevalent. They're everything in the franchise world. Um, However, it just takes time and lots of paperwork. That's right. That's right. And it, it, you know, the, the nice thing is the, the actual uh, interest is pretty small, relatively speaking. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and for the folks playing at home here, uh, 2.75% above prime, above the prime rate is what the SBA lending rates always are. And it's adjustable. They're not fixed, mm-hmm. but it's, uh, it's great money um, to, to start a business and you can really leverage what you have. I mean, I've had plenty of people with $30,000 that, you know, I, I know of people with 30,000 cash have created empires for themselves, leveraging SBA loans and franchising. You bet. So anybody can do it. So that is a, a phenomenal story. That's more like the the past and the present a little bit. Uh, obviously you're very successful with StormGuard. And uh, I do know that uh, you have other franchises now besides StormGuard. That is correct. Um, my wife and I are um, are, are uh, partners in uh, four Crumble Cookie franchises as well. And uh, and honestly, I don't think we would have even considered something like this had we not started out with StormGuard and, and got into the franchise world. But uh, franchises. They do. They do well. And we have been very, very pleased. Yeah, it's it's something that uh, I have owning franchises in the past myself. I have quite a few friends that own multiple franchise brands, just like you guys. And uh, it's very contagious. Once you have one and you're making money, uh, somebody else is up late at night figuring out how to add additional revenue streams or whatever (laughs) it might be. Uh, New marketing, especially. So uh, that's pretty incredible. So what other thoughts? So now that you have your brother, it's your brother, right? In your business right. with you. Any right. other relatives involved in the business? Besides um, your wife, no. of course. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, my wife doesn't do a whole lot with uh, with the StormGuard franchise anymore. Yeah. Um, 
she does a whole lot with the crumble cookie franchises. Uh, she, she pretty much does that. So with all this growth with Stormguard over the years, you started in 2016 and today, you know, it's 2022. What you've, you've obviously seen some great growth. How many employees do you have right now? So right now we, we are still keeping it again. If you remember where my, my background was with when I first came into Stormguard and, and my partner hiring so many, we've kept it pretty streamlined. So there's only five of us and, um, and we do well, you know, we've kept it fairly lean, um, which has been good for us because, um, uh, normally, I don't know if you know much about Colorado, but normally in Colorado, we get hailstorms like crazy all the time. Yeah. And the last three years we have had none. And so it's been very, very slow in, uh, in Colorado. And there's been, there's been plenty of my competition who has gone out of business because they're of the lack of hailstorms. Um, and so thankfully we have kept it pretty lean and we have still had, even through these lean years, the best income years that we've ever had <laughs> you know, with those five employees. So it's, I love it. I love it when a plan comes together because clearly right. <laughs> this, you know, look, when you are as experienced as you are with StormGuard six years into it, you see the, the cycles. Some business certainly have cycles. If you're in the ice cream business, the summertime is your peak period. I mean, you know, your storm seasons and not, and uh, I'm sure you get hit with uh, some unexpected turbulence, if you will, during, you know, that's probably really good for you though, Lauren. Really? Honestly, yeah, I'll take the turbulence. <laughs> so what advice comes to mind? Um, you know, as you know, there are plenty of people that are quite anxious and fearful about getting into business for themselves. I talk to people every day. Many people listening right now have a job. They've never owned a business and they're scared about their next move. So uh, obviously you gave us some great points about why a franchise but give me some additional thoughts on that. You bet. Well, interesting. So um, I'm a father of three. I have two daughters and a son. They're all married. They're all off doing their thing. But my youngest, my son, is, is still in college. And um, he is uh, he's going to school for construction management. And I told, so we started talking about business. We started talking about, you know, the working world and, and the direction he's going to go. And I, I told him my advice to you, be the boss, be the boss, because you can write your own ticket. You have the control. You can. And, and then when the when the problems come, it, it's your fault. You know, you know where to look. But I love but there, there is so much more potential. There's so much more potential for money, but there's so much more potential for for personal growth and and to reach a goal, it's just when when you go out there and reach for it, there's so much satisfaction in that. Yeah. And uh, so I hope that he does that. I, I hope that he is going to go out and start his own business. Yeah. You know, and maybe he'll come and take over StormGuard for me when I decide to retire. You know, he could, he could certainly do that. But but owning the business is definitely the way to go. Definitely. Yeah. I love it. You know, I was talking to various brands um, online in a Zoom call like this. We were collaborating on a project. And I can't believe, to your point, I can't believe how many young people today, years ago, the average business owner was like 50 years old or whatever it was, many years ago. 
And I can't believe how many franchise owners are 26, yeah. 27, 28 years old. Uh, in, in, in some cases, they have saved a little bit of cash, but in most cases, they're leveraging uh, family, like in your, in your scenario. Yeah. You know, when your son's ready, I'm sure. Hope he's listening right now because maybe. He can, so. <laughs> yeah, no, but but uh, I'm sure he can get somewhat of a loan from you and 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 leverage that partnership. But that's really what it's all about in life. Everybody that buys a house uses leverage, uses debt to buy a home. Uh, very few people in their first home are buying it cash. Um, right. And and it's the same thing with a business. Own something. You know, my dad used to say. 1% of something is better than 0% of nothing. That is right. That's beautiful. Yeah. You bet. So Lauren, final thoughts for today. Uh, final words, parting words of wisdom. You are awesome. And uh, I really appreciate you sharing, but any final thoughts from you? Well, thank you, Lance. Um, I guess my final thoughts would be, you know, kind of re to reiterate the advice that I gave to my son. I, I love being in business. I love the entrepreneurial spirit. I love a challenge. And, um, and I love to see that there's potential out there. And, and I can see that if I'm willing to, to gut it out and to, to grind and, and do the work, that, that I can get it. I can go and get it. And if, I, if, and if I'm content to sit back and relax, then it's going to be okay. It'll, it'll be a little bit less. Yeah. But, but it's what I want to put into it. And, uh, and that's, that's the beauty of owning a business is you, it's, it's the potential that you have to go out and get it and, and enjoy it. And, and it's great. I'm, I'm excited. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It, that was such a great final point, Lauren, you know, and it's it, just to remind people working for yourself, you got to work, you got to work. Right. <laughs> that's that that's it it's not handed it. to you <laughs> lauren jackman thank you so much for being here successful storm guard franchisee as well as crumble cookie yeah. so thanks for being here lauren have a great day thank you lance appreciate it thank you very much for listening today please like follow and subscribe this is lance growlick until next time